Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. This is day 21 since we came back on the air. This is Max, but I'm really only here to do an introduction because today we're pleased to have Jennifer Long back with us. As you may remember, the Longs live in Gipstein Lighthouse, which is about a mile offshore from us. Jennifer, any news to report before we get into today's broadcast? Nothing major. There haven't been any large masses of the dead for the last several days, just a few lone wolves. We take turns keeping watch during the day and then get up at first light to see what might have changed during the night. I think everyone listening is very grateful for the service you're doing. Well, we all do what we can with what we have. So you said you had a special message for our listeners today? Yes. I just wanted to let everyone know that, well, that they shouldn't give up hope. I know that's kind of trite, considering that's what you, Agnes, and Dr. Clark have been saying from the beginning, but, well, I just wanted to emphasize it. Maybe if I tell you a story, no, a memory, from when I was younger. I was in middle school. Me and my parents had just moved to a new city, and I didn't know anybody. I had no brothers or sisters, so it was up to me to make new friends on my own, and I was terrible at it. I didn't know how to talk to people. I didn't know how to meet people. I felt awkward and shy, and of course, I was a teenager, which didn't help at all. I started to develop some bad habits. Nothing too serious, but I was stress eating and neglecting my exercise, which I'd always enjoyed so much. And so I was putting on some weight, which for a girl my age was borderline the end of the world. I started stressing out about it. I was falling behind my fitness goals. When I did run, I noticed time being added. I was getting slower, not faster. The extra weight was beginning to affect how my clothes fit. I know now that there's a chance that nobody else even noticed, but I started to get so uncomfortable in my own skin. I asked my dad to help me stay honest with myself, and he agreed. We worked together on a plan so that I would get a healthy amount of food and he would help hold me accountable with my exercise. Only it didn't really work. I mean, he did his best, but I would sneak a chocolate bar when he wasn't looking. I'd walk around the block and tell him I'd run three laps around it instead of just the one. It was so easy. We'd talk about the meal plan and make sure I was getting what I needed. And then I'd go out and betray his trust and my own goals because I just felt so down on myself that I would justify it, rationalize it, say that I needed that reward just for making it through the day. In retrospect, it all seems really silly, and I'm so thankful that I didn't fall into anything really serious. I didn't get into drugs, I didn't get pregnant, and I didn't develop an eating disorder. I wasn't running with the wrong crowd, I wasn't running with any crowd at all, but I felt guilt every day for lying to my father. He was trying so hard to help me, and I could see the sadness in his eyes as we worked together to get me back on track, but he didn't know that I was cheating on this diet every day. It was no wonder I wasn't making progress. I wasn't sticking to the plan. And then, one day... I was sitting in my room, stewing in a soup of guilt and loneliness, and I decided I was going to walk down to the store and get my daily chocolate fix, and I was hating myself for it. It felt like 
I wasn't in control of my own decisions anymore. I didn't feel like I had any other choice but to continue to punish myself with food. Because wasn't I a terrible person? Wasn't this why I couldn't make friends? And didn't I deserve to feel lonely and unwanted all the time? And if that was the case, shouldn't I just stop worrying about how I looked and how I felt? So I got dressed and headed out, listening to a tiny voice in my head that was in disbelief that I couldn't work my way out of this. I headed down the street, and when I got to the store, I stopped. And suddenly I knew. Suddenly I had control again. There was no reason for it, nothing had changed, my situation was exactly the same. But instead of going into that store, I turned and broke into a jog, which turned into a run, and I remembered what it was that I liked about this feeling. This is going to sound... I don't care how it sounds. I know what I know, and what I know is that God spoke to me that day. Not in words, but through action. I ran as far that day as I'd ever run, and when I got back to the house, I was exhausted, but I felt good. And I didn't go back to the store again, and I started running again, and I followed the plans that I made with my father, and it felt so good to be able to look him in the eyes again. I came back from a place I didn't want to be. I survived. And I get that this is a different situation for each of you, but the point is to not get swallowed up by despair. And maybe the Christian God isn't what you need. There are faiths upon faiths, and each person's relationship with their faith is personal and deep and spiced with nuance. But whatever you believe, believe in something. Believe in God, believe in Allah, believe in Buddha, believe in Krishna. And if you can't believe in any of those things, then believe in yourself and believe in your family if they're still with you. And believe in your neighbors and believe in each other and the community that we still share. The dead can't take community and faith away from us. All they can do is change them. And it's up to us to make sure they change into something beautiful. I guess that's all I wanted to say. Sorry it went on a little long. No, no, it's fine. That was great. Thank you for sharing with us. I'm glad you came out of that, and I'm glad it wasn't more serious. Thanks. It was a tough time. Okay. Well, I'm going to sign us off here. Uh, For WEHG, this is Max O'Brien here with our guest, Jennifer Long. We'll be back again tomorrow. Take care of each other. Okay, that's it. Thanks for coming by. That was quite a story. Thanks. Between you and me, it wasn't. Hey, well, hang on, hang on. I didn't press the button.